evening and welcome to the final game before the blah 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 before the Denzel Club. I'm Skip Martin. I'm Doug Sport. Brought to you by SMR and Lazy Boy. Now before this game starts, we should warn you this episode contains vulgarity, sexual misconduct, trailer hitches laughing curl, giant penises, little bitches who love transvestites, social commentary, cameos by famous sports figures, any gay who made silver, ah, Kenny, shut your damn mouth! Listener discretion is advised. Sparkin' Review, episode 79. Dude! 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 Dude. Those are some big balls. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sparkin' Movie Review, some podcast inventing reviews about connectly the narratives. I'm your host, Zahn, and with me again is... ba 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 The new guy! Yes, and we're back for another fun-filled episode, and since we've had some pretty unique and interesting guests since we've done this... We're in for a lot of fun right now, and I know this just sounds like complete random bullshit, but whatever. Remember, you can check out any of our episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can email us at sparkin at gmail.com. Me at zansparkin.com. Baz at sparkin.com. And me at smoke signals. No, you no, you have ng at, uh, at sparkin.com. I always forget about that. I'm, 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 I'm just surprised I actually said it for the first time in every other podcast. I could be like, well, blah, blah, blah. I actually got it right for once. No, you're good. You're good. And we're awesome. And to our... Welcome back, and we're all good, and it's awesome, and also, this is going to be a fun episode because we're doing something a little bit different, because we've done a couple of comedies, but now we're going to go over a comedy which is completely just, well, it's bizarre and strange. Uh, we usually would go over some of our emails, other things, but you know what, we're going to jump right into it, because this is crazy, this is bizarre, this is weird, and the movie is just, well... First off, most people have a misconception. Like, we talked about this in the last episode. If you remember, we rolled that one that only did Rodeck and he joined our movies. It said we'd be talking about a movie which most people think is directed and written by two guys who were made famous because they made a little cartoon. But that's not the case. Who's Jeez, I wonder who could have made this movie. Wow. David Zucker. Yeah, David Zucker. I think I'm a little too young for this guy. Okay, David Zucker, he's this guy who, well, he did Kentucky Fried Movie and The Naked Gun and Scary oh, Movies 1, I, 3, I and 4. Ashamed myself. And he did Airplane. I really am ashamed of myself. We now. did Airplane, so why? How do we not remember this? He's, did he do Airplane 2, the sequel? Yes, he did. 
I am really embarrassed now. Still too young here. He also did My Boss's Daughter. Still too young here. In a in superhero movie. You don't remember. Wasn't that bad? Yeah. Oh. It had Drake Bell. Too young and better taste. Gotcha. Actually, that was around your time. In fact, you were in high school when that show came out. Gotcha. But didn't care. Yes. Exactly. But it was also produced by Clev Lensberg, guy who just he gave the money and and it's pronounced Robert Locash. Locash, he's a producer. Oh, yeah, a guy named Robert well, Locash. Low budget movie. <laughs> I don't think this is low budget movie. This movie got a pretty big thing, and you got some nice bands in it too. True. It's written by David Zucker and nice uh, bands from the time. Like yep. That. And Robert Locash, uh, Louis Fredman or Friedman. Friedman. We do not bring up that name ever, ever. <laughs> Does it have the first name with uh, Morgan? No. Um, Jeff Wright? And it's actually narrated by Stephen McHattie. And this guy, what did you think about his narration voice? It was great. I thought it was, uh, what did I think it was? It sounded like, I, I named the, the movie guy. I mean, no, the other no, guy. no, not not him. Some Someone, I, I don't know. Bobbity, bobbity, blah. There you go. Exactly, blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of people in this movie, but first off, there's a shitload of cameos. I mean, besides the fact that you got real, real big, real big fish. Uh, ska jazz band in here. You got Victoria Silstead. Robert Stack. He's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The late, great Dale Earnhardt. Dan Patrick. Pat O'Brien. And even... Tim McCarver. And even uh, Reggie Jackson's in this movie. Also oh, yeah. Kenny Mayne, but I have no idea who any of these people are. You don't know who Reggie Jackson is? Well, no, I know that Don't much. even dare ask me that question. You know who Victoria Silstead is, no, right? Not at all. Playmate of the Year? Sorry, I'm not a Playboy fan. Hustler. Okay, he rolls with that. Hey, it's naked. Uh, well, you got uh, Bob Costas in this movie. I, I love Bob Costas. I respect the hell out of this man. He does everything, comical and serious. And Al Michaels, too. Yes, he is funny. Still too young here. All right, you had a... Uh, sportscaster's currently alive. They yes. still do it. Still oh, wait, you don't watch sports. There you go. You had Robert Vaughn, villain from Superman 3. Still playing, too young here. Playing the villain in this one. Yeah. Baxter. Except- yeah, in fact, wasn't his name Baxter in, in that other movie, too? Yeah, it was. Eerie. Yes, and then you had uh, Ernest Borgnine. Who's he? Movie. I know that name. I, I need the face. Tell me Fat guy. The owner. Which owner? The main owner, the, the one who died. Oh. Da Bears. That's what he looks like? Oh, That's yeah. Ernest Borgnine, yeah. He's, yeah. he's, wow, he's a very him. famous old uh, old actor. There's a lot of... He, he's also mermaid... Uh, merman. No, no. Okay, that's what I know. Yes, he's mermaid. Now we're going into SpongeBob. Like it couldn't get any weirder. We got cartoon clashes here. No, we don't. Not yet. Yes, we do. We've got South Park, SpongeBob. Notice how the S's are in there. Yes, we do. It's creeping me out. For the record, Aquaman's in uh, the new Mortal Kombat, not Mortal Kombat. Injustice. Yes, he is. It looks like he's OP. Oh yeah, he's Mm -hmm. gonna be OP. Uh, You have two playmates in this in this movie. Also, you have Jenny McCarthy and Yasmin Bleak. Eh, well, it's pronounced bleep, dude. No, it's re- Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as a recap, I'm too young uh, and a hustler fan. Still ignorant here. How do you not know Jesse McCarthy? MTV? So you were in high school. No, he was in When was the last time MTV paid, played music? There wasn't music. Wait, she MTV was... plays music? Let's, let's not go down that road. Anyway, you have Dean Bacher, this guy who really, he's only done like four movies and they're all with the other two actors in this movie. And they, he's kind of... So he's the uh, Robert Schneider of these two guys. Yes, he's okay. the Robert Schneider, but he's not a bad actor. And in the next movie he, they did, he ends up with the majority of the movie fucking a lot of girls. Oh, I'm still in shock. MTV does music videos. That's like the Weather Channel predicting the weather. 
No, they do that actually. The, that's uh, you can't say that they don't because they always have the little. They ha- always have the numbers on where whatever. Why is there still a channel dedicated for weather? We yeah. have iPhones because people are crazy. Um, I just go the old-fashioned way. Look up at the sky. If it's no water coming on my face, that means it's not raining. And finally, our last two people in the movie are two famous comedians, writers, actors. They made plays. They've done a bunch of stuff. And who are we talking about? Bob Kosas. No. Oh, Ray Parker as Joe Coop Airman. Cooper. And Matt Stone as Doug Sir Swish. And the movie we're talking about came out in 1998 on uh, the last day of July. And uh, what's it called, guys? Basketball. This movie is completely and utterly crazy. In a good way. It's a good, good way. It this is. This is what started Beer Pong. <laughs> no, Beer Pong came out first. This is a game which I actually would sure. totally play. If, if people actually would set it up. I would totally play so this game. So let's set it up. What are we waiting for? What, um, play beer pong? I'm not a beer pong. No, but this seems more fun. Is this is, beer? All right, so you guys, what is the premise of basketballs? Uh, two people that suck at normal sports, so they just make up their own sport. Yeah, I'd go with that. Oh, yeah. Go, I mean, there's a little bit more about the fact that uh, it's a commentary on how athletes are douchebags, they want lots of money, and these guys create this national sport that's kind of devoid of sponsorship and all that other stuff. And it's all the insanities of them trying to keep the team and everything going awesome and... Actually, it all started out with those two guys going to a party and wanting to get laid. Yeah, pretty much. I'm in for that. And uh, because they eventually create this game, which is a hybrid of horse around the world and just a lot of trash talking, really. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's, because these two guys show up and they're going to be douchebags to them. And they say, all right, fine, we'll play. And they're drunk. And they say, we'll play uh, basketball. And the two guys are kick ass at basketball, so they say, no, 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 we'll play, we don't play that pussy-ass version you play in the suburbs, we'll play our version, here's how it works, and they explain the, the rules, which are a little bit different, like, you have to shoot from specific spots without moving, and you can get in. They bullshit their way here. Yes, pretty much, and the best thing about this game is that it's, like baseball, you know, you have out singles, doubles, things like that, but when one team, the persons who are on offense, are throwing the ball, what can the defense do? I mean, it's not like in regular basketball where you can steal the ball. Or what, what? Pop shit. You gotta psych them out. Yes, by doing the most horrendous and horrible and fucked up things possible. And what are some of the examples of psyching out that these guys do? Uh, lactating nipples, scary faces. Threatening that their sister slept with squeak. Nudity. Sex. Threatening that their sister slept with squeak. And, uh... Cutting off body parts. Cheating on their wives. Did I mention sleeping with Squeak? Yes, and and also making funny voices. And then the best one, I think, was the horse whisperer. Just oh. pulling out a recording and just, he's falling asleep. He's falling asleep. It's, it's an inventive game. So, I mean, whoever created this idea for this movie had to be sitting on their couch at a college dorm one day, just coming up with some new game, and bam, this is the game. If I can make a movie out of it, it would be a hit. This is a game you make when you're uh, under the influence of something. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's a really inventive game, and it's the centerpiece for this whole commentary on just how the athletes are nowadays. It harkens back to the good old days where uh, athletes could actually be heroes rather than icons. And be paid like indentured servants. (laughs) Yes. Well, Well, that's the case. Yeah, that's true. Back in the day when athletes were... Going out there, role model for the kids, but during the nighttime, get drunk, shit-faced, and have all these innuendos. But that was okay, because they were still our heroes. 
Yes, they were, and they were pretty awesome. And you had some pretty inventive teams also. I mean, besides the fact that, because once they go pro, you, you have to have teams. You can't have just the one team. And one issue I do have with, we will get into that in a bit, is here are some of the teams that you have. Now, first off, the teams you have are our main characters, the Milwaukee Beers. The Dallas Felons. The Miami Dealers. And each one has their own little stereotype, like the Milwaukee Beers are drunks. The Felons, they look like they're all just felons. The Miami Dealers, what would you say about them? <laughs> Stereotype. Stereotype. What type of stereotype? Hispanics being drug dealers. Yeah, yeah they're, they're Latinos. Um, then you have the New Jersey informants, <laughs> oh, and, and the main one is Greg Grunberg from Freaking Heroes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite team, San Francisco Aries. <laughs> now, if that's not a stereotype, oh, by the way, for those that don't that think this is actually a joke, it is a team, and it's spelled F E. R-R-I-E-S. Thank you. It kicked in. Yeah, the fairies. And 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 they are the only group which has the, whatchamacallits? The male, yeah, the male cheerleaders. What, you're saying that they can't be male cheerleaders? Let me just say that they had the body of gods. I was a little jealous. I'm moving my chair a little bit to the right now. You had the Roswell aliens. We had the San Antonio defenders. <laughs> With the best catchphrase ever. One, two, three. Fuck the Mexicans. <laughs> Dude, what do they have against the Latino race? Seriously. That's like putting, like a wrestler putting another wrestler through a Spanish announce table. Oh, wait. Okay, never mind. I'm going back to my moonshine. Continue. Then you had the LA riots, who were another. <laughs> me- another. <laughs> just got uh, Hispanic team who are all angry and mean. I like the way they celebrated, though. Was that the one that they They're won? beating the shit out of... No, the whole sweet. L.A. riot thing. It's yeah. like, oh, they won, and two people died and four injured. Yep. It was a great night for that team. And the last group was the Detroit Lemons. They're the ones with the, the cheerleaders who were dressed in the schoolgirl outfits. Oh, oh, the cheerleaders were amazing. They're all dressed up like strippers, and they're just all like... Okay. So which, which was your favorite of the, of the cheerleader groups? I... It's a toss-up between who do we have? Not the informants. Maybe I'm going with either the riots or the uh, the felons. Maybe. Oh, the felons? Well, the felons were the dominatrix ones. You had the beers were just the girls who were wearing the regular lingerie. The Miami dealers. I don't remember the dealers. I don't, neither do I. I know the informants were typical Joyzy girls with oh, big yeah. permed hair. Uh, we don't talk about those ones. No. The, I already know what you were going to say. The no. Roswell aliens were dressed up kind of like alien chicks. The LA, the LA riots were the ones with the huge tits. And then the defenders were the ones dressed up like little... Yeah. Annie. Little okay. Yeah. I like seven girls, so I'm going to go with the... Uh... You're going to go with the riots? Yeah, riots. Yeah, I'm going with anyone but San Francisco. Good answer. I mean, I, lo- I mean, the films were kind of cool, but I don't know. It just the leather was a little. Like... I mean, I like the outfits, just not the whips. Yeah, the whips were a little. Moving like I said, on. I'm <laughs> going with anyone but San Francisco. Sorry. All right, moving on. Um, so the movie it's 108 minutes, and uh, so what were you? First off, we'll go with the bad things. What guy? What didn't you guys like about the movie? Uh it seemed like we made jokes out of obvious choices, like them in the locker room with their huge. Uh, uh, Third leg. Well, it's ten years. It's it's. We can spoil it. So. Oh yeah. All right. It's the the third legs. Okay. Really want because. Okay. Yeah. You didn't like that. I mean, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that I felt like. Well, what you saying? You like that? Yeah. You opened yourself. Maybe like I can one. just relate. Anyway. Wah, wah, wah. Um. Wah, wah. No, 
I said that I didn't like the joke, it's just that it didn't really strike me as something that hasn't been done before. Okay, so it seems like it's overused and done. A little, right. a little overused, a little cliche, a little immature at times. Okay. I mean, I'd laugh my ass off if I was drunk, but here I kind of just chuckle. Okay. Um, well, what didn't you like about it? Like, you know, the whole thing with Baxter and all that stuff, trying to explain to what's-his-face about, you know, what he wants to do, and he just says, he's like, oh, you want me to do this? He's like, no. Oh, you want me to do this? No. And he just gets so frustrated, he's like, ah! Headache. Oh, and that running joke every yeah, time. You... Yeah. And then they'd all be like, did yeah. I just fart? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing with the, the some of the jokes are kind of infantile and they just feel kind of forced, and other ones just don't work. But they threw some one-liners into that were pretty good. Oh, yeah. oh, there's oh, that, there's some great hysterical dialogue. The movie is a good movie. There are some flaws with, it, but it's not bad. It's well paced. It goes through really quick. The shots are really well done. Mm. There are some offensive material, including a, an eight-year-old who's drinking liquor. Question: Would that have been offensive at the time the movie was made, though? Yes. Yes. I mean, I mean. Between, of course, it's going to be offen offensive to the people who find it offensive, but in terms of mainstream audiences. Yes. Because I think the mainstream audience from there has. Oh, you're talking about that. the demographic? No, yeah. no, the demographic wouldn't find it wouldn't find it offensive no. at all. Oh, okay. Okay. all right. No minors were hurt in the making of this film. Well, I'm not not so much underage drinking, but the uh, and the racial stereotyping, the uh, homosexual jokes. Yeah. No minors were not drinking during the making of this film. <laughs> well, we don't know that, but. We hope not. We hope not. Well, of course. But, um... Well, sure it's not the 70s. True. And and it's not someone named Drew Barrymore. Ooh, cheap oh, you, oh. Cheap shot, I know, but... Shots fired. Shots fired. Man down. The worst thing about this is the budget for this movie was $23 million. It only made seven. Ooh. That's a hit. Ooh. Well, they make up in other things. Yes, Well, they cult status? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Cold Status, and it's still, it's a yeah, very famous movie, and there's some great one-liners and memorable scenes, and the music is well done in this film. The soundtrack is one of the first ones I bought, and I find it really just, it's a lot of the ska and jazz. You can't go wrong with ska. You can't. Not, not for a sports film like this. It's just one of the few sports films I enjoy. Uh, one thing I did enjoy about the movie is that the actual casting made sense with the movie. You know, Robert Stack, one Muslim face, one to uh, that country I can't even pronounce because it sounds like I'm sneezing. Calcutta. There yeah, you go. thank you. And bless you. Yeah, it's just like, okay, Robert Stack. It's like, where did this guy go? And it's like, wow, I'm watching Unsolved Mysteries again. And then you got Bob Costas and all that stuff doing sports commentary. For the record, no one under the age of 18 will understand that joke. No, they, well, yeah, you're right. I barely get that joke. You remember it, though. I, I do. Because the show no longer exists. But, uh... Well, that's all mysteries? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. exist no more. Wasn't it? Well, yeah, it doesn't exist no more. It wasn't a joke. But he played Ultra Magnus in Transformers. Yes, he, he did. Really? Yes. Transformers? Oh, uh, the movie. The the movie with the uh, really bad soundtrack. You got the text! Hey, 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 that's... We're gonna talk about that in another. <laughs> what was your favorite moment, the moment that stuck out the most to you? I have mine, but what was yours? Uh, and you got this one. I'd say when uh, they're doing the recap of what he did in Calcutta. When he uh, changed up the children, or I'm just going to say child labor. Oh, yes. The, uh, For the adults. The adults with medical benefits, decent wages. And how, if, if he was his girlfriend, he'd be happy <laughs> in that little <laughs> dirt. All right, cool. What about you, Baz? As stupid as it sounds, just the imagery. Playmates! So what? Playmates! <laughs> no, actually, I'm not going to say the playmates. Well, kind of a playmate in a sense, but it just sticks out to my ha mind. On how long, and this is just a theoretical concept, because I can 
like to meet somebody that could do that, but the amount of time and effort it actually take to get Chrome off of a trailer hitch. Because <laughs> to me, that's a good lady. Yeah. Like, never mind. That running joke got a little tired, it though. It kind of did, though. The first time it was like a lane carpet, and then it was buff, <laughs> uh, yeah, buff yeah, my yeah. lobby, and then... I see what you did there. It was like a Mike Myers movie. Yes. Um, my favorite scenes, actually, you know, I, I'm going to take it because I'm the host, but the montage. The 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 first, the montage with the psychats. Which mo- Oh, oh mm. yes. Every every good sports film needs a montage. Yeah, but when you see all the guys freaking out, it's the, <laughs> it's the mime, and then the little midgets walk up. Like, what the fuck? I think the mime was the best. The mime? No, no. Uh, with Reamer, when he just fails commiserably and just starts beating him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, squeak. And he tries every single little thing to freaking psych these guys out, and then he just takes his mask off, and they just psyched out. And he's like, "What the hell?" He's like, "What am I doing?" And at the end, he's like, "He's like, I heard your sister Sue would squeak." And he's like, "You are squeak. You're a little bitch." Uh, like, no, I, I like the one with uh, Reamer, and he's like, "Hey, what's this? That's my wife." Yes, <laughs> but who's this? <laughs> That's you doing my wife. Ah! I'm sorry, I wouldn't like fall over and be shocked. I'd run over and beat the shit out of you. Yeah, but they're trying to focus on the game and because everything around them is super serious. Everything, yeah. everything is serious in this movie. Sure it is. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Overall, really good movie. Um, who's your MVP? Actually, can I take back that uh, my favorite scene? Okay. This is gonna. Well, that is one of my favorite scenes, but the other one is how the owner died. Oh. And it's it's just. Wrong. Did I just say that this felt somewhat like a it felt like a faster paced Mel Brooks movie sometimes? Yeah, and mm. that's kind of a good thing and bad thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Not not a not a, a hit against the movie. It's just something I have to point out. Oh, true, true. And the way he died was pretty funny. And also, <laughs> get this man a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're not gonna just keep we're not gonna keep laughing about this. Uh, we're not gonna keep laughing about the comedy movie. No, we're gonna keep laughing about the comedy movie. We're not gonna keep just spouting. Just, we're gonna get that yeah, in a same bit. Scene. Yeah, same thing over and over again. Now, who's your MVP for the movie? Who's the best MVP and your LVP for the movie? Squeak. Is your LVP or MVP? MVP. Because that little bitch took a lot in for this movie just to play that role. And then who he ended up with at the end, oh man, he deserves it more than anything else. <laughs> MVP for uh, Cooper's girlfriend for being such a, a trooper through everything. Okay, and the LVP. Uh, who's the person? My LVP are the other players. Because they're thrown in, and it's yeah. only the same three people up there. If they had all six, it would make sense. But no, we're going to focus on the only you three. You never saw them on the field at all. Yeah, you never saw them. You just saw oh, them. they were in the dugout. Wait, wait, no, no, MVP. Uh, the eight-year-old doing shots like a champ. <laughs> the eight-year-old doing shots like a champ? In uh, my MVP? Yeah. MVP, I'm going to go with... Uh, it's tough. It's tough because there's so many good actors in this. I'm going to go with Bob Costas. Yeah. Because he did that so straight, and you're like... You're Bob Costas. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in this movie? Bob Costas took on Vince McMahon. Almost got his ass kicked by Vince McMahon. Yerks! Or was it the other way around? Other way. Either way. I'd like Those... to say that I'm still too young for this conversation. He's like, he's like... He's... World Wrestling Entertainment. You're excited. <laughs> his nipples. All him. Alright. Uh, yes. Really good, really good. So, um, for those of you who don't know, we have a five-point rating system. Uh, our... From highest to lowest on how we think of the movie, we're not going to give you the whole spiel about uh, we don't do thumbs up, we don't do stars. It's phrases we got. What we're going to do is we're going to have each of our hosts say what they think this movie is worth. We're not going to do any more of the 
in-betweens, you go with the closest to what it is. If you're going to go up, you're going to go up. If you're going to go down, you're going to go down. Which one do you think it deserves out of our five points, okay? So, new guy, what do you think out of our five rings you're going to give this? Worth, worth watching once in theaters or on DVD. I'd say theaters just because uh, I'd say the soundtrack would be kind of nice to hear in each in a uh, theater setting. I would have liked to see my tits, though. They're beautiful. Eh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan for fake boobs. Um, yeah. I mean, I like boobs, but I like authentic boobs. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to go with the same thing. It's like the kind of thing you see in the theater once, especially if you're drunk. Oh, yeah. Or high, whichever preferences you've got. We don't judge. No. Yeah. Vocally. Exactly. No, we, we just do that when you're not. But, you, you know, leave, yeah, once you leave in the, the theater, room. get it on DVD for shits and giggles and, you know, show it to friends, that kind of deal. Yeah, no, I agree, and I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to actually go completely with you guys. We're not gonna diverge. It's one of the first times we actually had everyone agree completely across wow. the board about it's uh, worth watching once in theaters or in DVD. It's a good movie. It's decent. It's a. It's one of my favorite sports movies, but is it the best? No. Is it amazing? No. The soundtrack's awesome. The quotes are awesome, and the scenes are awesome. Like, you can go to YouTube and watch the best parts, but the movie itself as a whole, I wouldn't even really borrow this. I mean, I bought this used, and I'm probably going to return it. Can, Not I, gonna, can I borrow it? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. When was this released? Nine, uh, 98, one, uh, 98. July 31st, 1998. Wow, this movie sold up pretty well over the last, what, 10, 12? Oh, it, oh, oh, it actually it, it ages well. 13. It really does. 13, there you go. Yeah, it ages well. That's why I'm an English major. That's one of the things it's good at, is it ages it, really well. Math is that, my friend. <laughs> but, either way, remember, uh, you can check us out at www.spyrokin.com. You can email us, spyrokin at gmail.com, or on Facebook, Twitter. You can email Baz at... Spyrokin.com. Still haven't memorized it. New guy at spyrokin.com. There you go. Also, remember, go to our our Amazon account, amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash sparkin and buy some of these movies or books we reviewed for the manga review, the movie review, or the game review. You buy us and help us to pay for more equipment so we can have fun. And also, we'll be at a con near you one of these days. Uh, next one I think we're doing is Anime Next 2013. Ooh. And uh, remember, you can check out our insane manga challenge and win free shit. Uh, I have string available. Many uses with string. I'll even autograph it. Yes, we have this thing, and we have t-shirts, and we have many other things. Merchandising, merchandising. Well, that's what we need. We need to sell more merchandising, boys. Merchandise, merchandise. We need t-shirts. We need buttons. We oh, need posters. Lord, you guys had to go to that movie, didn't you? <laughs> oh, we actually do have merchandise coming out Anybody soon. Anybody have a flamethrower? <laughs> <laughs> ah, burn, burn. It must be noted that we must make a reference to Spaceballs whenever given the opportunity. Yes, we must. So, with that in mind, um, are we forgetting anything? Um, rating. Dodecahedron of movies. Of movies. Dude. 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 That's a small dice. Yes, it is. Now, what is the dodecahedron of, of movies? The dodecahedron is a 12-sided object. More done is we're going to roll this dodecahedron or whatever number it lands on that's reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Movie Review. Now here's the note. For those of you joining us for the first time, if our co-hosts roll a not, it's their choice. And if it's 10, it's roll again. Oh, 12, my choice. So roll the dodecahedron movie we're reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Movie Review. I rolled last time. I rolled last time. I guess so. Yes. Alright. Mom and Daddy need those new pair of shoes. You and me both.
That is a eight, folks. Number eight. So, in the next episode of the Spark Movie, we're going to be reviewing a movie. Well, it's about Germany in 1942 and about a man who is looking for the Jews. And glorious bastards? Yes. Awesome. Sweet. Shot in the dark. Shot in the dark, yes. Awesome movie, and it's pretty cool. And also, you have Lieutenant Aldo Rain, who he speaks Italian well. <laughs> yes, he does. Say, buongiorno. Uh, Sounds like that uh, whole thing with the internet. No, it's got to be true. Oh, it's true. It's true. Nothing on the internet lies. Yes. All right. And with that in mind... I'm the new guy. And my quote is... Tuttle! Yeah. Your mother's deaf. My mother's dead, you little twerp. I guess that's why she didn't move around a lot. And this is Baz, and my favorite quote is... Want, dude. Dude, what do you think? We invented this game together, but you get to control everything. Listen, Kane has some pretty good dude, ideas. Dude, Denzel gave me the team. All right, I already told Kane no. Dude, I'm sure Denzel's happy in his little worm farm, but us please... Dude, I'm not gonna do it. All right, dude, listen to me carefully. Do you think Shaq got rich playing in Orlando? No, he got rich playing in college. Everybody knows that. But, dude, it's not about the money. It's about tradition. Look, think about the greats who have played this game. It's because of them. It's because of us that I can't bow down to a guy like Kane. Dude, that's easy for you to say because you got the team. We got jack shit. Even Squeak is pissed off. Oh, hell, I never really minded Shut you. up, bitch. Dude, quit thinking about yourself for a change. Dude, I'm not going to cave in. End of story, dude. 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 Well, I guess you've got a point there. And this is your host, Zahn, for the Spiker Movie Review. And my favorite quote from 1998's Basketballs is going to be... Hey, Pete! What's the matter with Coop tonight? I don't know, but he's 1 for 11 and he smells like Christian Slater. Coop in the home run circle, getting ready to take his shot. It's up. It's good! Coop sinks his second home run of the game. sugar's way up since yesterday. Has there been any change in his fluid intake? Sweet Jesus, his sodium level's through the roof. It's the strangest thing. He's eight years old and he smells like Robert Downey Jr. Don't pick on Iron Man! <laughs> That's it for this episode. We are gone, so we'll catch you next time. Peace. Morning, all.
won't feel anything. When Joe Cooper discovered that most of the workers in the Beersware factory were youngsters, not even old enough for prostitution, he personally flew to Calcutta. His new all-adult workforce now makes a decent wage, enjoys full medical benefits and in-house child care. All of us here are glad that such a terrific human being like Joe Cooper has returned. If I were a woman, I'd sure like to be his girlfriend, walking in the park hand in hand, wrapping my legs around him, cuddling in the spoon position, our hearts beating in unison. Staring into his eyes over our morning coffee. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, thank you. And when we come back, our next unsolved mystery. Come on, kids. Where did it go? We're going to. The where professional sports had sunk to a new low. Two guys invented a game. Yes! Home on, a 3-1, dude. That took them to the big time. Hard to believe that just five years ago, this game was played only on driveways. And it's hard to believe just five years ago, those girls were only in grade school. From the director of The Naked Gun, and starring the creators of South Park. What an unfortunate thing to happen on Dozen Egg Night. Comes a story about their rise to stardom. Would you mind signing these? Sure. Oh. The fans who adored them. Joey, look who's here. My biological father? And the forces. Players of your caliber should be making the big bucks, don't you agree? That drove them apart. Dude, you turned down Kane's offer without even talking to us. Dude, I'm not gonna cave in. Dude! 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 Dude. Well, I guess you've got a point there. 
Universal Pictures presents... I love kids. Heads up, big guy. Wait up. God, needs a little work on the hands. He's blind, Doug. Trey Parker. <laughs> Matt Stone. Good, guess I'll take my shot now. Yasmeen Bleak. Here, open your blouse and say ah. Reamer. Jenny McCarthy. I finally got all the chrome off this for you. Robert Vaughn. It's nice. It's very nice. You want me to start on this one? And Academy Award winner, <laughs> Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> this summer, experience the passion and the triumph. I'm the king of the world! Yeah! Ah! Basketball. I don't think I've ever been this excited. You're excited? <laughs> Feel these nipples! Life is spinning out of control. Seems the whole world is out to get you. Everything is wrong. Nothing seems right. There's a sinking feeling inside it. Even your best friend has turned his back. But you can't let it bring you down. No, you've got to fight it. Cause you try but you can't let go It's when you're down that you gotta get up Don't let them walk all over your face Stand up for yourself and make everything right again Even if some guy's trying to blackmail you And your girlfriend thinks you suck It's up to you to let them know That it was all just part of some rich guy's evil plan Look out ahead, there's a truck changing lanes You've got some yellow crumbs on your upper lip And those warts on your dick aren't gonna go away Unless you start using topical cream every day Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Calcutta International Airport We're alone, Coop, there's something I want to tell you Remember when you had the crabs and the only thing that made you feel better was this lotion? Well, I found another use for it It feels so good it makes me want to sing, just like that night we spent in the tattoo parlor in Chicago. Come on, baby. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. And I'm too sexy for my car. Too sexy for my car. Too sexy by far. You getting this? 